Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host, Lisa Roman, NWSL analyst and broadcaster. On today's episode, we've got some big NWSL head coaching hires to talk through. Orlando Pride announces the hiring of Amanda Cromwell and Racing Louisville, announcing their newest head coach in Kim Bjorkergren. Excuse me if I got that incorrect. We are going to continue to keep working on that. Before we get into everything, a quick reminder to follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. You can vote this week for our A3 awards, best assist, best skill, best save, and best goal. You can also head on over to our YouTube page and hit subscribe to never miss a new video interview or whenever we go live. Plus, you can catch great NWSL extended highlights over at youtube.com slash attacking third. Lisa, how are you? Let's get into it. We've got some new head coaches in the league. I am pumped to talk about this. I mean, just a few weeks ago, it was like listing out all of the teams that have head coaching vacancies. And now, bam, in the span of, what, two days, we have two brand new hires uh, welcoming them to the league. Uh, neither of them have coached in the NWSL before, which is nice. Some some fresh blood in the pool here. But uh, honestly, let's get into it. Um, should we start with Orlando, Amanda Cromwell? Yeah, let's do it. It's funny that we're doing uh, this mini episode for everyone after we did our our NWSL way too early power rankings and a bit of a look at the trade window. And we had the purple teams at the bottom, Lisa. A lot of people unhappy that we call their team losers. But hey, that's what happens sometimes in the world of professional sports. Sometimes you got winners and sometimes you got losers. Right, Lisa? So let's give a little bit of a spotlight to those uh, to those purple teams that we were talking about just recently this week. Let's start with Orlando Pride. They announced Amanda Cromwell as their head coach. Announced on Tuesday this week and December 7th that Cromwell will be the new head coach at uh, Orlando Pride. She's got a ton of experience at the collegiate level, 25 years in college. Everyone kind of uh, recognizes her most recently with her work at UCLA, uh, where she won uh, the UCLA Pac-12 conference title in 2021 and she's also got a lot of roots in the in the central florida area so maybe there maybe there was a conceptually speaking maybe there was a little bit of a of a culture hire right and that aspect where you're thinking hey let's get somebody who is familiar with the area to help sort of take us and lead us into this this new uh, era in orlando pride history I think you have to look at Amanda Cromwell's history in Florida. She spent 14 seasons at Central Florida UCF, um, where she had a lot of success. She was named Conference USA Coach of the Year while she was there at UCF, but she also has a lot of other accolades under her belt. I mean, you said it, Sandra, 25 years in the collegiate game. That's a lot of time to be developing players. I mean, think you get players when they're 17 or 18, and, and then you 
get them out into the world as professional athletes. Even for her, she spent um, a, a number of years at UCLA starting in 2013. And during her tenure there, she had 20 athletes being drafted into the NWSL. So she understands the league from that perspective as a college coach um, and, and sending those players into the league from a draft perspective. She's a little bit of her credentials here, uh, starting from the beginning, former player at UVA. That's where she actually started her coaching career. She was in a U.S. Women's National Team player for a number of years. 1995, she was on that bronze medal winning team. Um, then as she coached, uh, she I mentioned she was at UCF, and then she spent a lot of time at UCLA where she had a ton of success. Um, her first year there in 2013, they won the NCAA championship, three College Cup appearances, uh, four Pac-12 titles. Most recently, like you said, 2021, they won the conference, her team. Um, and and. Also, she has been named 2020 Pac-12 Coach of the Year. So she has a USA Conference Coach of the Year, Pac-12 Coach of the Year accolades. Um, now she becomes Nintendo Prize third full-time head coach. And she is the fifth female head coach in the NWSL right now out of 12 teams. Um, so I think that's pretty cool, getting more women involved in the game. Um, but one thing that's really, really interesting about Amanda Cromwell is that she had had past tense stakes in Angel City. Um, she she was one of the investors in Angel City. So now taking this position with Orlando Pride, uh, she had to divest her investment stake in Angel City, right? You can't have money in one team and coach against them. Uh, I think they call that a conflict of interest, right? Right, Lisa? So, uh, I mean, important to note that for sure. And it was one of the things that uh, that the club noted at the top of the yes. at the bottom of the release actually when when this got got put out there because that was something that people were were curious and wondering about even when Cromwell was just simply rumored to be connected to Orlando Pride but now it's been made official and uh, I think there's there's been a lot more positive. Uh, reaction to the type of hiring, uh, the higher that this is uh, for the pride versus uh, maybe some more uh, type of negative stuff. Uh, and then there are people who are reacting um, to this sort of like, well, what does this mean for, for Orlando pride? You know, because they've been also seeing a lot of movement on their roster as well. We talked on that trade episode of ours, um, the departure of Allie Krieger and Ashton Harris, uh, now rumored uh, Alex Morgan to, to be heading to, to San Diego. And uh, the team, along with announcing Cromwell as head coach, uh, and then uh, went ahead and sort of put out the roster uh, in place for 2022 players that they are currently uh, on the roster uh, ahead of, of the draft that's coming up and ahead of the, the 2022 preseason. Um, but a lot of this sort of symbolizes for me a little bit of, of a rebuild. And I think if you're doing that, you're looking at somebody like Amanda Cromwell and looking at someone with her background and ability in recruiting and not only recruiting, but retaining uh, uh, players and, 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 and developing talent. You kind of have this type of hire that probably can take you where you want to go. So I would imagine for Orlando pride that there might, there might be uh, some, some more bumps and bruises along the road. It's not going to happen overnight. Right. Uh, but I think in terms of, Having that concept of like stick with us, believe with us, this is maybe a good uh, you know stepping stone um, for this team to potentially take that next step to be a very competitive uh, club again. Um, let's take a look at Racing Louisville because they are the other team that made an announcement for their head coaching vacancy. <clears throat> Excuse me, no longer a vacancy in Racing Louisville. And we talked about this team and we said, hey, what's going on, Racing Louisville? 
There was nothing happening with this team during the during we called the it how room. it was. We called it how it was at the time, and now we have lots of movement. Um, I'm very pumped for them. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? It's whenever the teams give us something exciting to talk about, we're always hyped to come on here and talk about it. And so now that Racing Louisville has sort of joined the fray and has their their club out there in, in, in the headlines. Let's talk about it. I want to talk about how they made this announcement, Lisa. Yeah. So they had a great video that got put out on their social medias talking about, you know, hyping up this announcement uh, of Kim uh, Bjorkogren. And it was four players that they got. Uh, Nadia Nadim, uh, Emily Fox, uh, I'm, I'm Gemma Bonner, Gemma Bonner, Shana, excuse me, Shana Matthews. and Shayna Matthews. Thank you, Lisa. And so these four players were talking about uh, their sort of, you know, engagement in 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 the dialogue with bringing on this head coach, which I think is huge from racing. It was, it was to sort a little of, bit of a, a cold open um, like yeah. reveal spiel that they did. It was like, Hey, we got this head coach. This is what yeah. I love about him. This is what I'm into. And it was like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Suspenseful. Yeah. I love that. They were talking about the things as players that they enjoyed and that they were excited about. So they go ahead and they make this announcement on Thursday morning, <laughs> December the 9th, officially one week before the expansion draft and NWSL draft, welcoming Kim Bjorkogren. He's a two-time European title winner from UEFA Women's Champions League, 39 years old, a native of Sweden, 15 years of coaching experience. Uh, they were touting his uh, most recent accolades, which is the Cypress Apollon Ladies uh, FC undefeated season, um, a possible 64 of 66 points, um, the advancement into the Champions League second round, um, a ton of... Uh, ability to sort of adapt, right? That was a word that we heard thrown around from these players as, as, as well. So uh, exciting time for, for Racing Louisville now that they've got a head coach in place and uh, can also maybe look ahead to 2022. Definitely a great candidate to have in Racing Louisville, which is a young, young club only heading into its second season in the league. And I think that I have to put a little bit more emphasis on the fact that they use direct player quotes from current players on Racing Louisville in, in Matthews, Bonner, Fox, and Nadim. Uh, Nadia Nadim, a player that has known Bjorkagren uh, on a personal level, the Danish international worked as a personal coach. Uh, for three years before she came to the NWSL. So honestly, when you're looking at these players, maybe they got to interview him or sit down with him. I think that's been a theme throughout this announcement that Racing Louisville put out is that uh, he he looked like a great candidate early in November, but he only just got approved through the NWSL background checks and all of the checks that they did. I'm sure even having players talk to him to kind of get uh, those reactions to how he's going to be as a coach. And in their release, they also had a player from Apollon Ladies, a midfielder, Katie Lockwood, who put in quotes about how great he is. She said that she really learned from him um, and he really raised her tactical awareness for game during film sessions, which is a very pointed comment. That means that he's not just good in training or developing players, but he can break down film with players. And I think that's something that's really crucial when you have a new head coach um, that has been across multiple different continents. I mean, he was in Cyprus and in, in Greece, he was in China, he spent time in Sweden, and now coming to the American side of the game, he's seen a lot of different 
styles of soccer and coached a lot of different type of women. He started originally coaching men in Sweden and then quickly switched over to coaching women. And that's really where he he climbed the ranks and became a successful, well-known head women's soccer coach. Um, but to get these uh, personal acknowledgments from former players of his and, and future players of his, I think says a lot about the kind of culture that Racing Louisville is trying to build, that they want their players involved with who they're hiring and why they're hiring uh, the coaches that they are. Um, also a former player, but uh, ended his career ended due to injury. That was in the release as well, which I think is pretty interesting because uh, he has that personal side to him that has been through injury, has had his career ended due to injury, um, which adds a, a personal touch to players when they're playing and they do get that injury. I mean, unfortunately, we see it happen. Nadia Nadim's season ended early due to injury. So to have him that has gone through that adds a little bit to it. But Racing Louisville making their hires, a, a younger one too, 39 years old, good to have him in the league and, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, he only has a week to prepare for the expansion draft and then the, the NWSL draft. So, Hey, we'll see how it goes. Lots of pressure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, racing doing a really good job of making their head coach available immediately sort of after announcing, um, you know, this, this new hire. And it was sort of, you know, it was interesting to sort of hear some things coming out of that. Um, very much under understanding that this is a close, deadline uh doesn't expect to actually be in the united states until 2022 hope uh mentioned in the in, in his press conference that hopefully it'll be sometime uh in january but obviously with the upcoming drafts being virtual events uh maybe not a, a huge necessity to sort of maybe have an in-person uh, a presence in terms of uh, you know preparing and, and participating in those two upcoming events. Uh, but you know, there's, there's, there's still that, that presence of mind and you got to appreciate the honesty, I guess, and sort of saying, yeah. I think I'm prepared uh, for these, for these upcoming events. And, uh, you're going to get a, a real quick, uh, crash course, I guess, in terms of some, some of the chaotic energy that can come out of these type of events. And I'm excited to see, uh, what both of these coaches, uh, can bring, uh, next week when we cover these, events speaking of which they are coming up very very soon we will see if the remaining coaching vacancies will be announced washington spirit uh yet to make their announcements though they're in conversations with interim head coach chris ward chicago red stars and kansas city current as well still looking for their head coaches in the meantime make sure you tune in to the draft events happening next week the expansion draft will be taking place on thursday december 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports Network, and Paramount+. Plus, The NWSL Draft, formerly known as the NWSL College Draft, will be taking place on Saturday, December 18th at 2 p.m. Eastern, live on CBS Sports HQ, CBS Sports Network, and Paramount+. Plus. And, of course, Attacking Third will have extensive previews with guests. And we're going to have live key recaps of both the drafts on YouTube.com slash Attacking Third. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We want to thank you, as always, for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Attacking Third. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you're listening to your shows. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a question, and Lisa and I will answer it during our mailbag segment. And we're also available as videos. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Visit YouTube.com slash Attacking Third. And we will be back on Friday with the results of the A3 2021 NWSL Awards. For Sandra Herrera and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third.